Blog Talk Radio. Hey man, what it is? This your boy Astro Jackson. What it is? Where's Lamar Cash? And this your boy Noah's Newton. And you're now rocking with Classroom Majors. And you are now in the mix on Kiss 102.5, Nashville's live station. Let's turn it up. What's up, everybody? I'm your host, Queen Ching, major recording artist with EAE Management Group. On Instagram, you can follow me at Queen underscore Ching. On Twitter, I'm at Queen Ching. This is a Be Ready for the Moment podcast, powered by Talk to Shaylin, syndicated by EA Radio Network. And today, I'm excited to have an up-and-coming independent artist with a blazing new single that's in heavy rotation on the EAE Radio Network, straight out of VA. I have my boy, J.O., Dale, welcome to the show, man. Thank you, thank you. It's an honor, man. Appreciate it. Likewise. Thank you for take, taking the time to chop it up with me today. Hey, anytime. So let's go ahead and just jump right into it. The name J.O., tell us how you got that name. All right. So... I used to always freestyle a whole lot, and uh, my brother and everybody took me to these little battles we used to have out here in Virginia, and it was like little local battles type joints, so it wasn't nothing serious. It wasn't no, like, KOD or, you know I mean? It wasn't like the King of the Dot and all that other stuff, but um, I used <laughs> right. to go out there, like, every weekend, you know what I mean? And right. a lot of people were just, all of a sudden, I went there so much, I just said this one crazy verse to this one cat one day, and it was like, oh, and then next time I went up on there, ever since then, it was always like, yo, here's my man, Jay, oh, and everybody go, oh. oh. See? So it's Jay, yeah. oh, got you. Exactly, yeah. Because you've been moving those crowds. <laughs> All day. So amazing, you know what I mean? Man, that's definitely what's up. So I was reading that you're originally from Washington, is that correct? Yes, ma'am. Chopper City. Born in D.C. Man, that's what's good. And now you're out in Virginia. Yeah. Well, see, I've been living up and down the East Coast. I mean, I've been from New York over there in uh, Crown Heights and everything to Jersey. Got family out there. I mean, up and down the East Coast. But um, even though I'm from D.C., I love D.C. to death, but I'm going to go ahead and rep where I reside at now. You know what I mean? So I stand for you. Hey, and I feel that. So, y'all, you have a group that you put together, right? The Virginia yeah, a little bullying. small team. Yeah, you know what I mean? Not promoting bullying by any means, but, you know, I got a little small team nah, together. And it's like, oh, yeah, but it's you're like, bullying um, the game, right? You already, yes, exactly. If people don't want to hear us out here in VA, we're going to make ourselves be heard, you know what I mean? Kicking open doors and leaving trail marks, you know? And I can definitely respect that. So that's, um, tell us about Virginia. Is that where you started doing your music? Were you not doing your music um, at a younger age out in D.C.? Well, um, my whole family's pretty much musically inclined, you know. Some of us are shy than others. But um, I have to say my older brother, uh, Seven, he went ahead and actually got me into it because um, my mom, I grew up listening to Motown, soft rock, you know, all that stuff that the older heads listen to, you know. And uh, my brother, he'd be the one with, like, yeah, he my brother came around with like the Boogie Monsters, Bone Thugs of Harmony, Rizzo, all yes, that stuff. He sang Biggie Small, so I be listening to the mix of all them, and then he used to get me in a freestyle, and so we started to do that a whole lot. You know what I mean? Put a little uh, together a little 
tape about the family and everything, like a little skit type joint. And I just been freestyling and writing every since then with some poppy seed. Man, yeah. and I just gotta say, shout out to Bone Thugs and Harmony. You know, you're talking All about day. your brother bringing around Bone Thugs and Harmony. Yes, um, sir. I I just have to ask. You know, I worked with Bone Thugs. Shout out to my big bro, Lazy Bone. What is your yes. favorite Bone Thugs song? Uh, my favorite Bone Thugs song, I have to say, "A Mind of a Soldier." And um, okay, yeah, that's my favorite joint. I like Mind that joint for my Yeah, yes. so left, right. That's my joint right there. And I like this yes. one joint that they say uh, he goes, uh, "Hurt my little brother, grab that and bust you in my nationwide." Uh, 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 uh. I don't know. Uh, I forgot the name of the song, but yeah. Yeah, I just had to ask that from a personal perspective. You know that. So, yeah, I definitely know you're one of the real ones if you're rocking with all those generations of music, you know. And I have to say, um, following you, listening to your music, I can definitely tell that you do have, you know, you're, you're talking on your mom bringing in the OG music, you know, then you have your brother because you definitely reflect that. And um, I can definitely see the different generations in you that have inspired you. So Thank you. You talked you talked about the boogie monsters, um, mm-hmm. and you said that when you heard the boogie monsters, at some point in your life, you knew that's when music was gonna be your future. Yeah, it was boogie monsters, negative stress. That was my joint right there. The first time I heard that song, the way it came on, it was like burn. Yeah. Every sister, yeah, I was on it. I was hooked. For life, I was hooked. For life, you were hooked. So that was just that turning point for you where you just definitely knew. Yeah, that was it right there. Because at first, I mean, I wanted to be an R&B singer. I used to always sing with my mom and everything. But ever since I heard Boogie Monsters, it was like, yeah, that was it. I'm a rapper now. That's it. Yeah, and, it, and it's, you know, it's weird you said that because when I was categorizing this um, interview with you and everything, I didn't really know at first should I say you were an R&B artist? Because when I first was listening to you, you have that smooth R&B type sound, right? So you're just really expecting R&B. So I was like, okay, let me check out J.O. And then you come in there just spitting. So you have like that R&B side, you know, then you have that hip-hop side. So what made you really just hit that hip-hop route, just hearing that one track? Well, as I got older and even younger, like, I was always shy to sing in front of people. Like, I don't say I'm the best singer out there. I'm not no Chris Breezy, but I can hit a note every now and again. And I prefer to go ahead and rather rap instead of sing in front of a crowd. You know what I mean? So, I mean, okay. I call myself like a chameleon of all flows because, like, even if you listen to my music, I sound different on each joint. I fit, the, I fit the beat. Usually people make the beat fit them, but I fit the beat. Like, I feel as though, just like Stevie Wonder says in one of his interviews, I feel as though music actually speaks to me. I can't pre-write a song. I need to hear the beat, and then that's what it tells me to write about, so then I pick that chapter out of my life to go ahead and write about. You know what I mean? Man, and I can feel that. You know, I actually had someone ask me something, and I kind of had that same exact answer, J.L., so I definitely feel that. You know, um, when you have an artist that um, the music speaks to them, it just really can't be described. I just think that there's certain people that, that are blessed with that, you know, we're able to tap into that. So that's what's up. Yeah. 
And for you, what would you say is your recipe to your song? You put on that beat, you vibe, and then and then what? What is your recipe um, to your hit? I have to say that like it's it's my life, you know what I mean? It's my life story. It's everything I've been through, things I, I've I've firsthand experience been through, you know what I mean? So it's like just like like I tell people when I'm sitting here, sometimes when I sit my brother or friends or family and stuff like that, and I'm sitting in the car, we freestyle, I tell them to throw on any beat. It could be any beat in the world. It could be a Taylor Swift beat. It could be a Adele beat. It could be some country beat. It doesn't matter. I will go ahead and freestyle. And then people will look at me like, yo, you wrote that. I was like, nah, B. Like, it's just that easy to me for the simple fact that I pick about my life. You know what I mean? It's just like stand-up comedians. When yes. you do comments like Eddie Murphy. He talks about yes. his life, so it's easy for him. You know what I mean? Chris Tucker, you know what I mean? Kevin Hart, all of them, they all talk about their life when they're doing stand-up. I take that that same perspective and I put it into my music. I just talk about my life and ain't nothing more to say because the art of music originated from storytelling, you know what I mean? So I'm doing this telling yes, my story. Sir. Yes, definitely. And um, I, can, I can definitely respect the artists like you, J.O., that are out there telling that story, you know. Um, I know that we all as artists – have a talent, but some of us just have a different type of story to tell. And you're talking about how your music is true to life. So yeah. tell us about you. Tell us a little bit about your life. Like who is J.O. growing up? Um, give us some insight to your life. Well, it wasn't always easy, you know what I mean? But I wouldn't fathom nobody in my shoes just like I wouldn't fathom myself with somebody else's, you know what I mean? And everybody's situation is different, even though you cut from the same cloth. But um, growing up, it wasn't right. easy, you know what I mean? It was struggles between my mom and uh, her being a single parent and an abusive childhood and everything like that, you know what I mean? So um, once she passed away, I just went to, like, this whole this dark mode, you know, and it just got real grimy, you know what I mean? There were right. a lot of negative things in my life. But um, looking back on it and everything I, I've done and been through, if it wasn't for those situations that I put myself in, because I can't really say no more than I'm a product of my environment, because you could take two stones from the same dirt, and one could do something else than the other one wouldn't do. You know what I mean? So it's pretty much the hand you yeah. dealt, you played it out your own way. So I played my hand the way I played it. I don't regret it for the simple fact if I didn't do what I did or been through what I've been through, I would not be the man who I am today, or I would not be alive breathing. So you know what I mean? Exactly. I can't take nothing back for what happened. I just look at it as, hey, I don't lose. I learn. You know what I mean? Man, and I could salute that, J.O., and I just want to say I'm sorry for your loss. I, I know that you seem to be um, really tapped into your family life, so I definitely want to send you my condolences, sincere sympathies for your loss. And I, know I appreciate that, it. Thank you. Yes, sir. I know that your family is very meaningful to you. I was following you on social media. I see that you have a beautiful family. You have your thank wife, you, your you. kids. Yes. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah. And how yeah. do you do that? Tell me about how does J.O. juggle that family life and this music grind? Oh, it is hard. I can tell you that right now. It is the hardest thing I ever. I can imagine. Regardless of what situation you're in and how much trust you got in this music situation, it's always those questions, you know what I mean? But outside of yeah. that, I know she loved me to death and I love her to death. Kids, it's, and it's even harder, too, with them because if I'm gone, I do a lot of my recording out there in Philly with uh, my producer named uh, Duff. He's great. He's great with my music. Also, I do producing with my man Rick, Rick Williams. He actually worked with a couple of tracks with Michael Jackson, a couple of famous people, Grammy-nominated, you know what I mean? Wow. So, yeah. Uh, it's hard for me to go ahead and um, 
to always be consistent with it because I also got a nine to five. I got to work as well. So times I'm not around, I make the most of it by doing FaceTime with the family, things of that nature, you know what I mean? And when I am around, I try to spend every second of the day with them doing something spectacular, you know what I mean, rather it's crafts or learning or just sitting there kicking and playing video games, you know what I mean? Man, and that's a thousand salute. Shout out to J.O. and all the other artists out there that holding down their family and, and still on the grind. I, I just really salute y'all because I can't imagine having to juggle the two. Oh, so, it's tough. It's tough. Man, I cannot imagine that. So we have this single of yours that's blazing. I was bumping this just a couple of days ago, and I stayed bumping it even just Crazy. right before I chopping it up with you. I've been bumping this. So tell me, how did you come about this track, Only You? All right, so this is what happened, right? So my man Rick Williams, you know what I mean? I was just telling you about him. Um, he called me over to his house one day, and uh, we was trying to set up an appointment for my next session to go out there and record a couple of my other tracks I got. So I'm going to put on my, my CD. It's called um, I Am That, you know what I mean? But um, he stopped playing this beat he was working on, and I was sitting there, and like I said, the music just started speaking to me. So I started humming this hook. Then I finally got the words for the hook. Dialed the first verse, wrote down the second verse. The song was done in under about three hours. Wow. Well, that's what's up. I think we should just go ahead and play that track for them one time. What you think? Hey, let it rock. Let's do it. I got my boy J.O., only you. Yeah, that's check. 
But I ain't have her in the mix yet Yeah. 
it's a whole lot. It's like one main collaboration. The scene I grew with Motown, like I said, uh, my top three right now for collaborations for a dope track will be Smokey Robinson, Lionel Richie, Ooh. and Stevie uh, Wonder. I think that'll be the dopest wow. track ever. You going for now, the Super Bowl? Now for hip hop, yeah, see Super Bowl. Hey, hey, and if it comes to man. the hip hop portion of it, I'll do Method Man and Red Man, um, J Cole and uh, Kendrick and Jay Z. Those will be and most deaf. Those are the people I would do for the hip hop side. Yeah. Those those would be some live tracks, and I could definitely see that popping off. <laughs> Shout out to all those artists, all of us. All you know, we'd love to definitely get those under our belt, but not too many rappers yeah. could definitely pull that off, getting the Stevie Wonders or the Lionel Richies, you know. Um, yeah. That would definitely be amazing. I'd love to hear it. So stay on that grind, and I promise you, those ever drop, I'm getting I also those. want to say... Um, I got a show a coming show. up. I'm about to open up for Meek Mills this Wednesday, November 25th. Come check me out. Come check out Meek Mills representing that Philly, you know what I mean? We're going to do a big yes, that day. Yes, sir. Out there in D.C. at Echo Stage. Thank you. Thank you. This big is opportunity in, for me right there. This is out in VA? This is in D.C., actually, Washington, D.C., my hometown, hometown. So, yeah, at Echo Man, Stage. Man, you get to... You get to rock out with Meek Mills in your hometown. Hey, chilling in the VIP with them, you know. See how that goes. It's going to be a wild Man. night. That's all I know. It's going to be a Man, wild night. That's, uh, you got to turn all the way up for that. Oh, got to keep it eight more than 92 with me. You know what I mean? 100. That's all I can do. Well, I'm going to definitely be following you and see what y'all have going on that night for sure. Yeah. And so, since I know you're musically inclined in a lot of ways, do you have any aspirations outside of music? Yeah, um, actually, um, I'm an artist in every aspect. Uh, I draw, you know what I mean, I write poetry, I do all that stuff, anything that has to do with art. Um, I'm a tinkerer, so I like to go ahead and, and build stuff. Um, I like playing yeah, video games. I like doing all types of things, sports, basketball, football, boxing, rugby. I like, I'm a, I'm a jack-of-all-trades type See. guy. You just have that creativity just flowing all through your brain, all through your veins, excuse me. Um, wow, there's not too many artists that I've ever chopped it up with that I can say is such a chameleon, honestly. Um, it just kind of amazes me because it's, it's like just flowing through you like this energy, right? Yes, yes, sir. Thank you so much. Appreciate that. Most definitely. And so, I mean, is this just something that you think, um, you you were just blessed with this gift. Um, I know you spoke earlier on some of your family that really instilled this music into you. Um, I, I wanted to speak on something, though, J.O., because I think that it probably really was an impact not only in your life but probably in your music career. Um, you said that you did some time upstate, correct? You would hit some yeah. dark point in your life where yes. you had speak on that. I wanted to know about that because I didn't want to um, not chop it up with you and bring that to light because tell me about that. Well, after the passing of my mom, it was just like I went numb, you know what I mean, emotionally numb, you know what I mean? So it was just like nothing bothered me no more, nothing cared, you know what I mean? I felt as though I took a good woman from me, you know what I mean, and she she did no harm. So my whole point was paying the world back, you know what I mean, through all types of of recklessness, 
And um, yeah. I, I kind of portrayed that into my music back then, what I used to uh, write and spit about. I mean, I still vocalize some of the things I used to do and things of that nature, but it was more on that steps of of all the hardcore rappers and gangster rappers out there at that time, you know what I mean? So um, as I matured and, and as I went through state, it, it took me a while. Like, you can't just sit there and I feel as though for somebody to necessarily change, they have to go through a real tough, serious situation for them to change. And by exactly. being born up state and realizing that I'm not affecting nobody but myself. I lost time out of my right. life. Nobody else lost right. time out of theirs. Everything kept moving. You know what I mean? That exactly. I need to go ahead and make some some kind of change because the way my record looks, I'm on my third strike type situation, so I can't even spit hard on the ground, you know what I mean, without getting in trouble and doing some side of life. So I'm just I'm playing yeah. cool. I'm living, loving life, enjoying my family. I'm blessed now to have a daughter who actually helped me calm down a lot more once I came out of uh, prison and everything like that. But I'm just blessed, blessed with the people that was around me and my support team that stood behind me. And even when I think about uh, fading back, you know what I mean, and going back to how I used yeah. to be, I got that support team with me now. And it's like, yo, you you know what you're facing. You know who's here. You know what you're going to lose this time. You know what I mean? So I really am blessed. I really am. That's such a blessing. And I just wanted to know about that because, like you said, in order for us to change, we have to kind of go through those valleys, right? And I just want to salute you because you could have used, you know, a million and one crutches over what you were handed, you know, the hand you were dealt, Um, but you turned it around and you're on your grind and you're using that as inspiration. You know, you're taking that pain and and those trials as, as inspiration and that fuel to keep you going. And I just want to salute you and I just want to say, Make sure you keep grinding, you know, nah, stay nah. on that grind. And every time you want to slip up, because I know it's not easy, I just want you to think about your music and, like you said, your family, and, and just stay on this grind, you know, because there ain't nothing for you on that other side, J.O. Oh, yeah, you absolutely right. I got a song, actually, and I'm working on uh, trying to get to Philly to record. It's going to be called The Other Side, and um, that's going to be that's probably might be my uh, my third single. I'm debating on whether it's going to be my second or my third. I'm not quite sure right now. But, yeah. Uh, and I just said, so. I just said there ain't nothing for you on that other side. So I'm going to take that as a sign that you need to go ahead and drop that track. <laughs> <laughs> Got you. Well, yeah. I want to thank you for um, taking the time to chop it up with me. You have a very inspirational story. I hope that you can motivate you know, at least one seed because it's going to take artists like us, you know, to get out there and really tell our story and show the younger generation that we can do what you're doing. You know, you can open for meat meals like J.O. if you turn your life around. It don't matter if you've been upstate. It don't matter what block or what neighborhood you come from, you know. So I just want to salute you. Thank you. And thank you for doing that. And I'm a fan. So why don't you go ahead and tell all the listeners if they want to follow your journey where they could do that at. If you want to follow me, you can hit me at ReverbNation.com slash J-O-H music, Facebook.com slash J.O-H dot music, Twitter and Instagram at J underscore O-H underscore V-A-B. 
And that's what's up, J.O. Again, I'm your girl, Queen Ching. Major shout-out to my boy, J.O., doing big things. Yes, sir. You got I any shout-outs to the creep? Uh, yeah, shout-out to my family out there in T-Neck and Jersey, you know what I mean? Bigger than all them up there. Uh, my mama, Mac, my Dukes, my little brother, Shy. Uh, my wife, Alexis, my children, my sister, you know what I mean, my niece and nephew, Booger Monster, you know. Everybody who came out there supported me through all my shows. Through my first show, I had, like, one fan to the one I had, like, 250, you know what I mean. Everybody, my man Duff out there in Philly, my man Rick, you know what I mean, everybody out there. My man Marvin, my brother Merv, everybody, just and VA in general, you know, because y'all show mad love. And everybody's going to go to this Meek Mill show on Wednesday. Show love, represent J.O., represent Meek Mills, and anybody else who's going to be there. And you do know that. I'm the number one thug girl, Queen Ching, with the EAE Radio Be Ready for the Moment podcast, powered by Tasha Shaylin. Nothing but love, J.O. <laughs> Thank you. Love back. Keep mashing. <laughs>